Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You, stay on the court and to know that you and your business is important enough to Get back up, experience the failure, but don't let it stop you. Hi, I'm Henneke Watkins-Sporzo, your inspirational leader and host of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia, Patwa Apparel, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange. And now, let's go to today's episode. Today, the founder of Roy Stocks, recognized as a leading authority for coaching and training entrepreneurs and executives, is our guest. She has been published in the Huffington Post, Unlimited Woman, Charity Magazine, and is co-author of the stories and daily habits of highly successful women and international bestseller, Discover Your Destiny, Live Your Dreams, Love Your Life. She effectively helps business owners develop strategies their personal brand, and marketing initiatives to take their businesses to the next level of success. We're talking about none other than Royce Gomez. Welcome, Royce, to the Entrepreneurial You podcast. Oh, well, thank you for having me, Hanukkah. It's a pleasure for, for me really to have you. So now I'm going to ask randomly, do you know any Jamaican expressions? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. man. Does that count? Yeah, man. Okay. Well, that's generic, but um, yeah, I'll work with that. <laughs> no, you know, everybody knows no problem, man. Right? So yeah. Um, let me see. Maybe I want to teach you one today. Um, every mickle make a muckle. Which? Uh, how does that sound? Do you sound like you could uh, interpret every mickle make a muckle? It can make a motto. <laughs> <laughs> I butchered it. <laughs> every mickle make a muckle. In other words, every little bit counts. Every ah, mickle, it sure yes. does. Every mickle make a muckle. All right. So without further ado, let's talk about what we're really here to talk about, right? Not Jamaican expressions. So let's start. <laughs> let's start with your genesis in coaching. How did it all start for you? I had women come to me about 20 years ago that said, there is something in you that I want. There are struggles that you've had that I've seen you go through and overcome. And people just started coming to me. They were magnetically attracted to me somehow. And I would mentor them. And I say mentor versus coach because as a mentor, you typically don't get paid. Well, after about 10 years of mentoring women, I began doing some coaching and started getting paid for my expertise and bringing women through those struggles to come out on the other side. In the interim, I also had owned several businesses and started having business owners come up to me and say, how do you get successful? I want coached. So my coaching includes both two types of people. Number one, women in transition that want to reinvent their lives and be successful at it. That's the key there. And the second one is startup entrepreneurs who need advice in strategic planning or marketing. So that's my focus now. 
you did mention that and, and I and I and I couldn't help but hearing really well the difference between a mentor and a coach. So in other words, you've now um started doing the paid version of what you were doing before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still do mentor people, uh mainly business students and, and younger people, but yes, I believe in giving back and mentoring, but there is a difference when you find value in your information and begin charging for it. You know, a lot of persons struggle with that, finding value in what you have to offer. And so, you know, knowing that it is worth what it is you're charging. How do you, how the persons who really want to get into that field, for example, and this is, I didn't even plan to ask you this, but I, I find that people struggle in allowing others to recognize their worth. First of all, struggle with accepting their worth. And knowing that they're valuable and so begin to charge for that value that they, they offer. How can persons make that transition? I mean, it's a mindset thing, isn't it? It is a mindset thing. And one thing that I start out with with all of my coaching clients is I guarantee you I can get results for you if you implement what I'm telling you. And when they come back to me and tell me that they've implemented it and it really did work and take them to that next level, that validates that you have knowledge that they need. And I believe that everybody has knowledge. Um, You would have knowledge in something that is different than what I have knowledge in. And you could charge me for your knowledge in that area of expertise. And when we get the mindset and believe that we have knowledge that other people need and they'll pay for, um, that's where it changes for us. But yeah, I guarantee results with my clients and I've seen it over and over again for a couple of decades now. And it really is about mindset and knowing that you're adding value. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that there are pretty much two groups that you're coaching now, women in transition and startup businesses. Now, th- those, you know, those are two distinct categories, right? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me a little about the similarities and also the differences between the two groups of women. Uh, I mean, um, groups that you're actually catering towards. Yeah, there are many similarities. A business that's just starting up and a woman who is reinventing herself and creating a new career that she wants to be successful and produce revenue. Between those two, the similarities are they both need a plan of action. They need to go from idea to implementation. So strategic planning is important, as is Defining your vision, defining your avatar or your ideal client. Um, And then once you've defined what your business model looks like, you need to market it. So those are the similarities and where strategic planning and marketing come in with both of them. Distinct differences, I think, are sometimes when people come to me to look at reinventing themselves They look at it as, I like to write books, or I like to do X, Y, Z. You know, please show me how this can become more than a hobby. So they're not yet looking at it as a business, whereas the startup entrepreneur is coming to me saying, I have this brilliant idea or invention, and I need to know how to make it successful. I know everyone's going to love it. So the mindset is different. 
when they are coming to me for advice. What does it take, though, to be a business coach? You know, every so often you hear somebody popping up that they are a business coach. What does it really take and what differentiates? I mean, are all business coaches created equal? No, and I don't think all business coaches um, necessarily coach in the same areas of expertise. If you look at an actor or a musician or an athlete that performs at a high level, um, let's take athletics, Tiger Woods, one of the greatest golfers in the world, right? Um, he has a coach for putting. He has a coach for his long shot. He has a coach for his position over the club. He has multiple coaches that each coach on a certain area of his swing and his golf game, okay? So he may have three coaches or 10 coaches at any given time, and they're all working on a different area. My area of expertise is specifically in going from idea to implementation and implementing that strategic plan and putting the pieces of the marketing collateral around it that help you find your customer for quick results and for high revenue. So not all business coaches are created equal because we all have a different level of expertise. We all have a different style. Um, perhaps my personality style isn't well suited for someone and they need to choose a different coach or vice versa. Um, a coaching client I had come out to me for immersive coaching in October, interviewed three different coaches before she chose me. And she said the reason she chose me was because she felt connected to me during our first conversation. So I think innately, you know, if a business coach is a good fit for you and vice versa. There are times that I will turn away a client because I know that I am not the right fit for them for whatever reason. And what would you say is your biggest strength then? I mean, you talked about, you know, that um, connection that she felt, that client felt um, with you. What would you say your biggest strength is as a business coach? My biggest strength, and I think the reason people are magnetically attracted to me, is because they hear that I've walked the journey. I've successfully reinvented my career and myself five different times, which requires an entire rebranding and repositioning of your expertise and your background. And then I've owned almost a dozen businesses. And when you have owned and exited that many businesses, you have the startup experience, again, to take people where they need to go. So they hear that my story resonates with them, and they're magnetically attracted to me, and I can guarantee results, and it's been proven over and over again, and that's why people choose to work with me. Mm-hmm. And I have a, a kind of a tricky question because, you know, yeah. um, all of us are, we have strengths and we all have our weaknesses. And I, thinking about your weakness, and I, I suppose this question may answer what it actually is. Have you ever really given somebody advice that that advice failed miserably? Uh, Hanukkah, the only time I've given someone advice that's failed miserably is when they fail to implement it. As a coach, you're responsible for giving good advice 
but you're not responsible for them carrying out the results. And sometimes you have coaching clients that um, will drop out. I have one particular business coach that I've signed a one-year contract with. He has many of us. Now, I can tell you that not every single person that signs a one-year contract carries that out. I'm in a leadership program right now that's only four months long with another program, and it's been told to me that only 9% of the people that sign up and start complete the program. So the only time people will fail is when they fail to implement the program. Uh, But I don't think that 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 answers your question about my weakness. And Henneke, I think that we all do have weakness. Um, I know that my strength is seeing something from a 30,000 view and clarifying the vision on the opposite end of the spectrum is my weakness is sometimes I neglect the small details and the administrative things (laughs) so I yeah I have two virtual assistants that handle some of the details of my business and um, so once I've crafted the vision and helped you as my client implement the strategic plan and then give you the coaching on a regular basis to carry that out um, it's your job to notice the details you know, I laughed, Royce, because um, I it sounds very similar to me. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> you see the bigger picture, and you do, and you know that's that's the important thing, right? The details. Oh, okay. All right, we're gonna take a break right now. When we come back, we're gonna ask you, Royce, to take us through some tips, some business tips, uh, you know, that you can that that so startups that are listening to us right now can implement immediately into their businesses or, you know, something that probably we need to shift or shift our thinking, whatever it is. We're going to ask you for some tips when we come back after the break. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal, but we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookophilia is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students and professionals who want ideas, innovation and inspiration. They have a variety of high quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookophilia. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876 967 
1671 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Do you want to see the world filled with better leaders? Filling the world with leaders worth following starts with you, and you can be that leader in your company, organization, or community. On May 4, 2018, join more than 100,000 leaders from around the globe at the world's largest leadership event, LeaderCast Live. Broadcast live from Atlanta to a community near you, LeaderCast Live will allow you to learn from leaders like Andy Stanley, Michael Hyatt, and Dr. Jim Lur. For more information on this can't miss event, visit hennikawatkisporter.com and click on Leadercast Kingston and invest in the future of your career, your organization, your community and your world. Welcome back. And we are talking, I'm talking with Royce Gomez. She is a business coach and she's been giving us just, you know, going into the inner workings of, you know, her brain and how she functions as a business coach and things that we need to be looking out for and, and so on and so forth. Now we are moving straight into getting some business tips from our coach right here, right now. So go right ahead, Royce. Share some, you know, some pieces of, of advice to our startup that are listening to us right now? The first piece of advice I would have is to stay on the court. And that goes back to our last question on why people don't succeed if they work for me, work with me. Um, if you're not staying on the court and being active in your business on a regular basis, you will fail, you will lose focus, you will have the wrong mindset to carry you through. And every good coach has a continuing ongoing program because you're not going to continue to get great results unless you continue to have a coach in your life. And as a business coach, I have two business coaches right now in my life. So I practice what I preach and it keeps me accountable and keeps me growing because where you're at today should not be where you are at six months from now. And as you grow, you'll encounter different problems and different challenges and different questions in your business. So you want the ongoing coaching. And that's what I try to um, teach my clients is that you don't want me for a one-day mastermind. You want me for an ongoing coaching program. The second thing that I would like to talk about, um, I just taught an online summit this summer and did a strategic marketing session to over a thousand people online. And I'll give you something on content. I do a lot of content writing for businesses around the world to help them implement those marketing strategies. And statistics show that 16 blogs per month generates three and a half more, tra more times traffic than four or less blogs per month. So if you want three and a half times more traffic to your website, you probably need more content going on that website regularly. Wow. And then if, yeah, if you are a B2B company, you need 11 plus blogs or new pieces of content per month to generate three times more traffic. So 
every time I speak into a live audience and ask them to raise their hands if they want more traffic to their site, which means ultimately more conversions and sales, every hand goes up. So how do you get more traffic? Well, statistics show 16 blogs per month if you're a B2C business or if you're B2B, 11 blogs a month. So that's what I try to teach when I'm coaching my marketing clients and producing content for them. Um, Yeah, and statistics also show as a follow-up piece to this that almost half of all buyers read three to five pieces of content before they even engage in a conversation to buy. So before you open that chat window and say, I'm interested, I have questions, or before you pick up the phone, half of us need three to five pieces of content that we've read that builds trust and helps us feel that that business can solve our problem. And then mobile marketing. Um, All of us are making decisions as we go about our day on our phone, and we're reading articles from our phone. So always think of the mobile platform when you are implementing your marketing strategies. You talked about you having two business coaches. For many people who can't even fathom having one, you have two. Why is that? Because they are both coaching me on different aspects of my business and my mindset and my strategic plan. And um, I truly believe that you don't just have one coach because you are getting a different perspective from people. Um, And like I said, a high-performing athlete, if we look at Serena Williams or Tiger Woods, they don't just have one coach. If we look at some of the best actors or on my podcast, um, Thrive, A Woman's Journey to Victory, I've interviewed quite a few singer-songwriters and musical artists. They don't have just one coach. Um, They have a vocal coach that might coach them on uh, projecting their voice. They might have a coach on their range of notes that they can produce in, in a song. They may have a coach on stage presence. They have multiple coaches for different parts of their craft. And I truly believe that the greatest thing that we can do is invest in ourselves. And when my clients invest in themselves, they get results, they see a shift in their business, they see an increase in revenue, and that's when you'll find that clients stay with you. Mm-hmm. What's the number one uh, challenge that you see across those two groups that you've mentioned, women in uh, transition or just you know reinventing themselves and startup businesses? What's the one dominant theme or thread? Uh, the number one challenge, I think, if I had to say <sighs> just on the... Um, The four out of five private coaching clients I have right now, the challenge is that they come to me and say, I'm so confused. I don't know the direction to go. I have so many things on my to-do list. I have so many ideas in my head, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Give me clarity. 
So I believe if four out of five of my personal coaching clients are doing that right now, that's the number one challenge. And the reason people come to me is they feel overwhelmed with an abundance of choices and are not getting clarity. All right. So I'm going to ask for your final thoughts and, um, and also for you to mention that giveaway that you did say that you, you have for our listeners. My final thoughts, again, would be to stay on the court and to know that you and your business is important enough to get back up, experience the failure, but don't let it stop you. Experience the failure, but don't let it stop you. I had to interject right there because I think that is just so key. Experience the failure, but don't let it stop you. And then um, my downloadable gift, if you'll go to my website, roycetalks.com, that's R-O-Y-C-E-T-A-L-K-S.com, and sign my contact me form, I will send you a a, uh, downloadable PDF on the proper ways of using a press release to be effective to market your business. And as most business owners know, A press release is a way to get free advertising for your business. And I have five ways you can get free advertising by using a press release. So go to my website, fill out the contact us form. I'll be happy to send that to you if you request it and say you've heard me here. Okay, awesome. And what are the other ways in which we can contact you? I have a Facebook page, Royce Gomez, author, speaker, coach, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn, just Search Royce Gomez and you will find me. I'm on all those platforms. Okay, thank you so much. That we, that conversation is with Royce Gomez. She is a business coach and she has given us a lot of nuggets that we can take to move forward in our businesses. And please, by all means, she spent her time here with us. Please hook her up on social media. Check out her website. Download that free gift that she has for you and continue to peak your performance. Thank you so much again, Royce. Thank you, Hanukkah, for having me. It was a pleasure speaking with you today. What do you know? We have come to the end of another great episode of the Entrepreneur You podcast. I trust that you learned something and that something resonated with you so that you can share with others. And speaking of sharing, I'd so love for you to leave a comment on the show notes page of each episode well we're talking about this one in particular leave a comment at the end of the page so that when you go the topic you click down and at the end there is an option there for you to comment if you're accessing through itunes then by all means i'd love for you to leave a rate and review that will keep us as a top rated podcast it means a lot to me for you to help me out in this way right? I know you are listening from all over the world and I so appreciate it from Japan to Germany to India to Pakistan, everywhere in the Caribbean, in the United States, in Jamaica in particular. Big up my Jamaican peeps. Big up those, of course, in Ohio and all those other states that persons are listening in from, that you are listening in from. I so truly appreciate you. Now, if you want to reach out to me personally, you can actually send me an email, you know, send it to Henneke Watkins Portal 
at gmail.com. I am truly looking forward to connecting with you. If you want to send me a voicemail too, you can do that through my website. Just go to the middle at the right of the screen. There is an option for voicemail when you go to hennikawatkissporter.com. I do want to hear from you. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good? 